0: Insignificant Events in the Life of a Cactus by Dusty Bowling Chapter 9 I decided to spend my next lunch period in the library. I knew I could get there two different ways. The busy route, which went right past the cafeteria, and the quiet route which went the long way around the office. I opted for the longer, quieter route, anything to avoid more stairs. As I rounded the corner, I nearly tripped over a boy sitting on the sidewalk up against the wall. I glanced down. He was eating his lunch all by himself. I looked away and mumbled, sorry, as I hurried toward the library. As I walked away, I heard him say softly behind me, that's okay. I entered the library and set my bag down on a table. I glanced around. I only saw one other student and a couple of librarians. Most of the kids probably liked to use their lunch period. Most kids probably liked to use their lunch period to, I don't know, eat lunch and socialize and all that. I felt a pang of loneliness as I scanned a row of books, searching for an exciting adventure story to take me away. I pulled out a couple of books with my foot and carried them between my chin and shoulder to the table. I carefully set them down as quietly as I could. I sat down and opened journey to the center of the earth. Back home in Kansas, my great grandma had gotten me an e-reader for Christmas. That e-reader was a revelation for me. No more cumbersome pages. I could just slide my toe effortlessly across the screen to turn the page. But I still liked to pick up paper books from time to time because I didn't want to get out of the page turning practice. After all, I couldn't get all my school books on an e-reader. Before I had finished the first page of my book, I heard a dog barking. I looked around, wondering why a dog would be in the library. I didn't see anyone anywhere, but I did see a boy watching me from the far side of the room. He looked away when our eyes met. I felt my cheeks grow hot as I turned my attention back to my book. He was probably staring out of curiosity like everyone else. I heard another bark. It seemed to be coming from the direction of the boy. I glanced that way. I still didn't see any dog, but then the oddest thing happened. The boy barked at me. I didn't know whether to make eye contact with him or look away. I didn't know if something was wrong with him, like he was insane and could attack me at any moment or if he was making fun of me in some completely bizarre way. I decided to go back to my book. I excelled at ignoring people. I read for a couple of minutes before he barked again. Maybe I wasn't so good at ignoring people after all. I got up from my seat and walked toward him. He stared down at his book as I came closer. When I finally was standing in front of him, He slowly raised his eyes to my face, his lightly freckled cheeks blazing red, much like mine. I'm sorry, I said slowly, but are you barking at me? I hadn't thought the guy's cheeks could get any redder, but they did. Yeah, he stammered. I'm sorry. Are you making fun of me? Oh no! He barked again. I can't help it. I have Tourette syndrome. I stared at him. You have what? Tourette syndrome, he repeated. What's that? The boy cleared his throat, barked, and then said, Tourette syndrome is a neurological disorder that causes involuntary motor or oral tics." He tugged on his messy light brown hair in a nervous way. I couldn't believe it. He had just recited his well-rehearsed explanation of his disability like I had done a hundred times before. The boy looked from my face down to my non-arm area and exclaimed, Whoa! You don't have any arms! in a were-you-aware-of-the-fact sort of way. His response to my missing arms was so direct, I had to smile. I glanced down and shrieked, causing him to jump a little. Oh my gosh, I knew I was forgetting something today! He sat there, expressionless for a little while, like he didn't know what to make of my bad joke. How did you lose your arms? he finally asked. I shrugged. I'm always misplacing stuff. Probably left them in the fridge when I got the milk out this morning. Really they could be anywhere. He grinned, then barked. Were they amputated for some reason? Usually people pretend they didn't notice my missing arms at all, or acted all weird about it like those girls at lunch yesterday. It was a relief to have someone be so honest about the thoughts in his head. I sat down at the table and leaned in close to him. He did not lean away from me, instead he leaned in closer. Have you ever been to the circus? I asked before beginning my newest story, one I hadn't gotten to try out yet. No. Well, I said, I used to be a trapeze artist. You know what that is, right? Don't they, like, hang from ropes and stuff? like acrobats or something? Oh, they do a lot more than that. They do all kinds of tricks, like swinging from the ropes and doing flips in the air before grabbing another rope. They often work in pairs, with one person holding the other person and swinging them up in the air or catching them after they've done a flip. Super cool stuff like that. Awesome. He was clearly impressed how did you do that with no arms though did you like use your legs like a monkey no i used my used the arms i used to have his light hazel eyes grew wide used to have i nodded yeah you see my partner and i were trying out this new routine i was going to flip three times in the air before he caught me by my arms. But the speed I needed to do such an amazing stunt was just too much. When he caught me, I closed my eyes and breathed in deeply for drama. When he caught me, my shoulder sockets came loose and my arms tore right off. He gaped at me. What? It was Awful, I went on. Him just hanging up there, holding some arms, blood showering the screaming audience. It was all over the news. Didn't you see it? We continued staring at each other like we were in a contest to see who would blink first. Finally, he grinned a little, then a lot. Then he started laughing. You're totally joking, he said and laughed even louder. I was happy he found my story funny. Keep it down, Connor, a librarian said as she walked by with a stack of books. This is still a library. He smiled at the librarian, then barked at her. As she walked away, he turned back to me, still chuckling. That's Ms. White. She's super nice. She lets me sit in here during lunch, even though my ticks are sometimes really loud. Hardly anyone's in here during lunch, so it's the best part of my day." He tugged at his hair again. So, is that what you tell everyone? That your arms were torn off in a circus accident? No, that's my newest story. I was born like this. The truth is totally boring, so I make up stories for fun. Lots of them, if you'd like to hear. He nodded. What's your name? Haven. I'm Connor. I would shake your hand, but he motioned toward my armless area, blinking his eyes rapidly and barking as he did so. But you have horrible warts all over your hands, I said. Connor laughed again. You're funny, Evan. I blushed. My skin is so fair. Even the slightest flush to my cheeks makes me bright red. I was probably neon right now. I once Googled excessive blushing and found out there's a terrifying name for my condition. Idiopathic craniofacial erythema. I went to school the next day and dramatically announced, I have idiopathic craniofacial erythema. My teacher called my mom out of concern for my health that very evening. Connor blinked rapidly and barked again. How long have you been going here? Just started a few days ago, I said, my family and I moved from Kansas. Kansas, Connor repeated, ever see any tornadoes? Sure, we had a storm cellar and everything. A lot of people do. Did you ever have to get in it? Oh yeah, I said, but luckily our house never got destroyed or anything. I thought you were going to tell me some crazy story about your house getting swirled up in a tornado with you in it or something," he said. No, I just tell stories like that about my arms. Though come to think of it, losing my arms in a tornado would be a great story. I can see how a tornado could suck them right up. I pondered this for a moment. I'll have to think on that one later. Cool. I can't wait to hear it, he said. I'd love to see a tornado. Connor jerked his head and barked again. So, why'd you move here, anyway? My parents run a place called Stagecoach Pass. We actually live there, if you can believe that. That's so cool, Connor said. Not really. No, it is. I live in an apartment really close to it. My parents took me once, but I haven't been in a long time. Well, you're not missing anything, I said, so don't worry. Do they still do the gunfights? Yes. And camel rides? Yes. And gold? Yes. Cool, Connor said. You should stop over sometime, I told him. Since you haven't been there in a while and you live so close, I can even get you a free ice cream cone. He looked uncomfortable at the invitation. Maybe. I don't really like to go out a lot. Oh, okay. I watched him as he continued to blink his eyes rapidly. So all these things you do, I said, like the barks and the eyes and the jerks and all that, that's from your Tourette's. Yeah, it really sucks. You can't just like hold it in like a yawn? Connor nodded. I can for a little while. I've tried before to act normal just at school and hold it in, hold in all my ticks. It hurts though. It's really, really hard to hold them in like that. And then when I'd get home, it would be a tick explosion. Like you can't imagine. It really upset my mom and I would be so exhausted from holding them in all day and then letting them out all night that I couldn't even do my homework or anything, so I don't try to hold them in anymore. Can you take medicine for it or anything like that? Connor shook his head. I tried some medication and it didn't help. It made it worse, actually, and it made me super tired all the time. I could barely get out of bed. Isn't there anything else you can do? sort of connor said before my parents got divorced last year i was seeing a therapist but my mom's too busy working now so i don't go anymore i frowned how do the other kids treat you okay i guess most everyone is used to it by now sometimes i get made fun of i'll hear kids barking in the hall or wherever and some days when the ticks are extra bad I hear some of them laughing. One time I heard a couple of kids giggling behind me in class, and when I turned around, they were mimicking me, jerking their heads. I cringed. That's terrible. Connor shrugged. I think some of them assume I do it for attention, but I don't care. Most people I meet think I'm doing it deliberately at first. I bit the inside of my cheek. I had thought that, too. Do you have any friends? I asked. Connor shrugged again. I've only been here a year. My mom and I moved to the apartment near Stagecoach Pass after we sold our house, so I had to change schools. It's been kind of rough coming to a new school and all that. I guess that's why I spend a lot of time in the library. What about you? I haven't made any friends here. But I had a lot of friends back home in Kansas, I guess because we all grew up together. No one thought I was weird or anything. They were just used to it." Connor nodded. Yeah, I had a couple of friends in my old school who didn't get annoyed by my tics, but I don't really see them anymore now that we live so far apart. Connor rolled his eyes and blinked rapidly. Has anyone been mean to you? No, not really. They just act weird around me, you know? Like they don't know whether to look or not, to ask about it or not. But no one has talked to me like I'm an actual person. Connor nodded in understanding. People act like that around me too, except I think it's that they don't know whether to laugh or not. Like they're not sure if they're being mean or whatever. Some people just ignore it, like it's not even happening. I guess I like that the best. Some people do that to me too, but in my case, it's kind of ridiculous," I said. Connor jerked his head and laughed. Yeah, like my armlessness is something that could slip by someone. I mean, how unobservant do you have to be not to notice that someone doesn't have arms? I'm pretty unobservant, and it only took me about a minute. My point, exactly. The bell rang for class to start and my happy mood sank. I wanted to stay here with Connor. It was nice to have someone to talk to besides my parents. I guess I better get my bag. I stood up from the table and looked down at him. I'm glad I stopped in here today. Connor looked back up at me and smiled. Me too.